Welcome to Talking Jets. My name is Ryan and I'll be your pilot tonight. I am joined alongside my co-pilots. I have Green Bean and Matt O'Leary. Boys, how you doing tonight? Green Bean, I'm going to kick it to you first. Matt, I'm going to kick it to you first because Green Bean's muted. <laughs> doing pretty good. Excited to uh, get into some Jets conversation. I'm ready to hate a former Notre Dame quarterback with all you guys. And uh, yeah, let's get, let's get into it. Green Bean, how are you doing? That's okay. We'll talk to Green Bean in just a few minutes. He's uh, still muted. <laughs> it says guest has muted himself. Uh -oh. That's all right. Boys and girls, if you're just hopping into the stream, make sure you hit that like button. Also, if you want to get entered for our t-shirt giveaway, for every 25 likes we get on this video, we're going to give away a t-shirt uh, get a qualifier to give away a t-shirt at the end of this stream uh and if you want to get your hands on some limited edition uh sauce merchandise that's going to be uh one of the shirts we're going to be giving away at the end of this stream and it's on jetstalk.com if you want to try and grab one of yours uh before they go out of style or out of stock or stopped selling <laughs> we're both you know, in style. the whole thing <laughs> green bean we can hear you how you doing dude you know, it was telling me that you wouldn't let me in. It didn't even. It said I wasn't even on the on the screen. So I don't know. Really? I just said I'm. I'm hanging. Yeah, whatever. I hung up. We're back now, <laughs> and I'm. Uh, and I'm good. I'm happy to be here with you guys. This is the toughest part of the year, guys. This is it. We're here. You know, we're we're just beginning the dark days. You know, where we make shit up because we got nothing else to talk about. So that's what we're doing. Hopefully, we sign a few free agents. June first is coming. That's good. Maybe we'd get Quan Alexander. But anyway, I'm looking forward to talking with everybody about it. Hell yeah. So, uh, guys, if you're hopping into this stream or you're listening to it after it's aired, all you have to do is leave a comment below this video and you'll get entered into next, next week's t-shirt giveaway. What I want to do is we've had a lot of really good Michael Clemens jokes. And we said this at the tail end of our stream last week. But I'm going to make a t-shirt out of the best michael clemens chuck norris type jokes so make sure you leave a comment on your favorite ones down below this video uh or leave them after the fact so that way we can go through and read some of the funny ones some of them are really good uh let's jump into what matt was talking about first i feel like that's the most pressing thing we could really hit on and that's the uh brady quinn take on the new york jets let me pull that up hopefully everything is still working bam We'll say this. I've got them going under this number at five wins, and here's why. Their season's going to be over before they get to the bye. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Their bye comes November 13th, and they've got to play Baltimore. They've got to play basically uh, almost the entire the entire AFC North to start the season. They might go 0 and 4, uh, and then you've got that winnable game versus the Dolphins. Great, they get to host them. They're going to feel pretty desperate and pretty beat up after an 0-4 start. Then the Packers, a, uh, a trip out to the Denver Broncos with Russell Wilson, the Patriots, Bills. I mean, there's a there's a realistic scenario where they're 1-8 here, maybe 0-9. I mean, as good as the roster has improved, I just haven't been a believer in Zach Wilson. I think this is an unbelievably difficult schedule that lightens up in the second half, but 
they could be decimated by that point. So I've got them winning five games and probably going back to the drawing board at the quarterback position in the 2023 draft. We'll say this. I've got them going under this number. All right. Boo. That's just ridiculous. Going back to the drawing board after the season. This guy can go pound sand. No, you know what he could do, Matt? Tell him what he can do. He could take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah. (laughs) Screw this guy. A failed Notre Dame quarterback coming out, having some failed takes on live TV. This guy could go pound sand. Look, I... He's not wrong. The first part of our schedule is brutal. And yep. I think if you're really being honest with yourselves, you're probably looking like three games are probably winnable. Uh, I shouldn't say just three games, but realistically, you're probably looking at three wins. If you go four and five into the bye, you're probably feeling pretty good about yourself as a Jet fan. That's that's kind of where I'm at on this. And then it does get better in the second half of the season. But to say we're only going to get five wins, the Jets are the betting favorite right now to go over the win total uh, compared to any other team in the NFL. So there's a lot of people that are thinking the Jets are going to go over that threshold of five and a half wins. So I guess I want to hear from you guys. Matt, what do you think about Brady Quinn's horrible take? Um, I was kind of just, I tuned him out. I was kind of just looking at his jawline after a while. I'm, I'm jealous. I wish I had a jawline <laughs> like that. Um. <laughs> No, but I don't – to me, it's, like, no better than the people who were in our comments from day one who was just, like, had something against Zach Wilson and just want to stand by that. I don't know how anyone after one year can be either all the way in or all the way out on the kid. I think you could say, hey, he showed some promise at the end of last year. Let's see what he does with a drastically improved offense uh, in a second year with that same offense too, by the way, which I think is going to be a big factor here too. Um, I just think he had this preconceived notion about Zach Wilson and is just riding that out. To me, there was um, a lot of bias mixed in there. Greenbean, what about you? What'd you feel about uh, Mr. Quinn's comments? Well, first of all, it's going to be hard to go 0 and 9 when we start 1 and 0. That's the problem I have. But it's a, it's a, so I don't know. I'm not the best at math, but uh, that seems like a, a hurdle. Uh, now, the thing is, is this is what I find most interesting. Um, in addition to what you said, Ryan, about, or maybe it was Matt about being out on, on, uh, Will, dude, he's fucking, he's, you know what I mean? He's, he's in his, going into his second year. We're out. Like, that's it. That's all we get anymore but that aside the jets have been universally lauded for their their off season and the team building and all the things that we've built uh, on you know on top of last year how does it go from and we already knew the teams that we were playing b- before the draft all the stuff they put this schedule out and everybody starts with this one in eight oh and nine you know, uh, four win seasons, five win seasons. Where does that compute? That doesn't compute to me when you say, oh my God, they killed the draft, they this and that. Last year, Zach Wilson was by and large, outside of Trevor Lawrence, he was the number one prospect in the entirety of the draft. Everybody loved him. How does it go from that to this? I don't understand it. Now that said, I think... When you look at that schedule, the NFL didn't do us any favors, man. I mean, let's be real here. That is brutal. You have the entire AFC North. Um, One team uh, made it to the Super Bowl just last year, 
And they were they were looked at as the bad team in that division for a long time. The Cleveland Browns are considered Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl caliber roster. The Ravens are a Super Bowl caliber roster. The Steelers are the Steelers. You know what I mean? They have quarterback issues and all that. They still got fucking Pat Fryermuth over there. So anything can happen. But it's like when you do look at it, then you got the Bills and the Patriots and all that stuff. It is brutal. That said, I don't think the NFL really understands what it is that we're doing over here, or not even the NFL, these these guys. And the Jets are going to come out hard. We're going to come out swinging the tight ends, the running backs, the edge. Like, we are coming out mean. And I think we're going to take a lot of teams by surprise, and I think that we're going to be rolling this year. Again, I don't see us going to the Super Bowl or anything, but I think that these guys are way off. Yeah, not even just the free agent additions and the uh, draft picks that we had, but you're getting Carl Lawson, Vinny Curry, LaMarcus Joyner, Makai Becton. Like, you're getting a lot of talent back for a team that just had four wins last year, beating a Super Bowl-caliber team in, in Cincinnati, beating a Super Bowl-caliber team in the Titans. Like, to have that kind of a take after seeing what the Jets were able to do with, you know, nothing in the cupboard – and a young quarterback and a first-time head coach and offensive coordinator. Like, how could you possibly have this kind of take other than trying to drive some type of narrative? And I think I agree with you guys when when they're saying, like, okay, we're out on Zach Wilson. Well, that's because they were out on him to begin with, or they're trying to drive clicks. This is exactly the type of uh, correspondence that caused a lot of us to start our channels and to kind of get away from mainstream media. It's, it's guys that are just have no clue what's going on in the game. They don't watch every play. They don't have context in game film. Like, it's just not, it, it's, I'm not interested in these guys' takes. And it really, it drives me bananas that we have to go through this because everyone is knocking down the door like, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? So it's a little frustrating that we have to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> it also... is frustrating. Ah. Uh, like, when, when, Ryan, when does, now look, you know, the truth is, is we've been a laughing stock. Mm -hmm. But if anybody looking at just if anybody who has watched NFL football and anybody that could be on that side of the camera and has played, if you can't see that this is not the same organization that we've been laughing at for the last decade, then I don't know what the hell's the matter with you. Again, like you said, it's either clickbait, you know, trying to drive clicks or they're complete morons. Either way, I don't put too much into it. It never gets me upset. But when is this shit going to stop? It's going to stop when we come out and bloody the nose of the Baltimore Ravens and the whole NFL goes, wait a second. What is going? What is that? What's going on over there? How did they have nine sacks on, on Lamar Jackson? How did they only have 39 yards rushing against the New York? Like that kind of stuff. And that's what we need to come out and do, man. It is time. Fucking boots on the ground. Let's go. It's time to bloody some noses. Dude, I want to kick some ass this year. I'm sick of having yeah. this whole, like, oh, you know. I, I got a little fired up last week when it was like, oh, we don't want to play the Patriots in prime time because we might get embarrassed. Like, I look, I think we should be underdogs against the Ravens, for sure. I think until we can prove otherwise, and I do think the Ravens are harder than the Patriots, but I still want to come out and punch someone in the mouth. Like, this, this team's going to come out fired up. This is a completely different team than where we were just a year ago's time. Uh, let me rip through some Super Chats real quick, and then I want to talk a little bit about the schedule, because last week uh, we had speculation on what the schedule was going to be. We started talking a little bit about it, but let's go through it game by game and just kind of think, you know, rough win total here. Yeah. Uh, Buffalo Jet fan, what's up, dude? He says, optimism, what would have to go right for the Jets to pull a 10-win season? Trading team to the NFC is not allowed. <laughs> 
Buffalo Jet fan. We'll get into it. We'll give you some, our our optimistic view and our realistic view as far as the the schedule goes uh, in just a few minutes here. Uh, RJ says, which away games y'all going to? I want to link up. Uh, I'm not going to be going to any away games, I don't believe. I'm probably just going to go to the home opener while we still have a bunch of hope and happiness. And then uh, and then I'll just sit home and make some videos for you guys. You guys plan to go to any other yeah, games yeah. other than the opener? Nope. No. I, um, I have been um, contemplating Pittsburgh. And there's a, there's a movement out there to go to Lambeau. I would love to go to Lambeau Field, man. Like, I really would. Especially, I would go to Lambeau Field just to see a game. You know what I mean? Mm. And to see the Jets, especially when we're going to beat them, um, it would be fantastic. But I don't know how real that is. I, I might end up at Pittsburgh. And we're playing, hey, where are we playing the Ravens? Oh, we're playing the Ravens at home. Duh, I'm fucking ridiculous. Because uh, I, I would have gone to Baltimore to see the Jets there, too. With my whole wife's side of the family from in Baltimore. I'll tell you what, if you wind up in Baltimore to go see the Jets-Ravens game, we'll FaceTime you from the stadium, <laughs> and we'll, tell, we'll show you the yeah. tailgate that we're at. Yeah, so thank Matt you. Greenbean and I That'd are so going to be nice. going to, to week one. <laughs> we're not exactly sure our game plan yet, but we're definitely going to be there. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Thomas Cahill says, if Becton and Lawson are healthy, equals 10 wins. Ooh. That's, that's, a, that's a bold statement, and I like it. Uh, Scuttlebuttle says, I just want to know if Zach is the guy, if the D-line can be nasty and we could run the ball at will, let the record take care of itself all in on 2023. This is another building year. Let the guys get some confidence. This is where you want to see that step forward. Everyone across the media landscape for the sophomore quarterbacks is picking Zach Wilson to be the guy that's going to take the big leap. So let's let's see it happen this year. Uh, Gator needs his gat. Uh, says, Jets are going to be the butt of jokes until we prove otherwise. Uh, or until we prove ourselves. No need to get worked up over a lazy take. Gotta start fast, though. Yeah, I think that's important to note because the, the the whole the Jets have been a laughing stock for the last twelve years, right? Since since the two thousand ten championship game, and we need to sh to prove that we can hang with the big boys. We we were able to beat Cincinnati. We were able to beat Tennessee. We were able to hang in there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So there's no reason why a team with such little depth last year and was not so top-heavy, was able to hang with those teams. And now this year, with like everything we've added and another year of experience, there's no reason we can't hang with those teams either. Like This is going to be a competitive, competitive season. Uh, so I want to go through the schedule. I know Green Bean's thoughts. Week uh -huh. one against the Ravens. Are we going to shock the NFL, Matt? I hope so. Um, when I went through and did my win-win-loss-loss -loss game, um, I had this one as a loss, but I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Um, I think it's going to be a competitive game. I guess I, I wouldn't be stunned if the Jets won it. I think there's a world where it's possible. Uh, my fear is just um, this Jets linebacker core trying to stop the Ravens rushing attack really scares me, and I think that's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at too. When I was doing the win loss thing, I actually have my little my little sheet right here from the other day. I did have the Jets losing this one. I think Lamar Jackson, when he is on, is the hardest player to defend against in the NFL. I think he's really a, an incredible talent. Now I'm not as afraid of the arm, but I think the tight ends and I think the running backs and I think the running game, like Matt said, with our linebackers, is gonna cause some problems. 
And until we can prove that we can stop that type of team, uh, I do have this down as a loss. Green Bean, I know you're optimistic. How are you feeling? I think, uh, look, I, I totally get what you guys are saying. But the Ravens are coming off an injury-plagued year themselves where they got had a lot of shuffling around, lots of movement, lots of players leaving, lots of new guys in there. We get them week one. And make no mistake, they are supposed to win by all the standards, all the stuff. The Jets are going to come out. Uh, we are ready to compete this year. And this is not a year where it's like, hey, Salah's cutting his teeth and all that kind of stuff. Dude, they're, they're ready to compete. They added the pieces that they want to be able to do what they're going to do. They added the tight ends. They added the running back. They, they secured the offensive line. They added the defensive linemen. They're going to come out, and they're going to punch them so fucking hard in their face it's going to take them till week two to figure out what happened. And that's what I think. I think we're going to beat them probably by probably a touchdown or maybe even 10 points, and it'll end, uh, and it's going to be a, a win with finality. That's what I think. That would be putting the entire league on notice. Would. Week two, we wind up going to the Browns. Now, this is a game that could go one of two ways. Either Deshaun Watson plays, and he hasn't played in two years, and the Jets face him week two, so he could be very rusty. Or Deshaun Watson is suspended, and he's not playing in this game at all. Um I don't really care which one it is. I'll be honest. I had some people like kind of upset with me that I said, I hope uh, Watson gets suspended next year, but that's for the financial side of things. He took his contract down. So that way the most he can get suspended and fined this year is $1.2 million. I'd like to see him get whacked for the full 50 million next year. And I don't mind playing a quarterback that hasn't played in two years. And the last time he played was like a four win season. So like, I'm not overly, overly, concerned about it it's going to be a hard game and especially if the jets can't stop the run that two-headed beast in their backfield is going to be really really hard i have this one down as a win slash loss um for sure because hmm, I, like I don't that. think ba- i don't think baker's going to play uh this year for the browns and if watson's suspended i don't know who they go to for quarterback and i have faith that the jets- yeah i mean is it going to be percent right. i guess percent baby yeah, yeah. Hmm. interesting matt what do you think about the browns game I have this as a win, and the reason for it is because I, too, think Watson's going to be suspended. And if it's Jacoby Brissett, like, I looked at, and getting ahead here a little bit, but I looked at, of the first four games, the Browns with Jacoby Brissett and the Steelers with either Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky and said, if the Jets want to be taken a little bit more seriously and Zach Wilson wants to be the guy, then these are the quarterback matchups that you have to win. Um, I know it's more than just quarterback versus quarterback, but you got you got to find a way to beat that that team. I think Zach should be able to do enough, and I think the defense should be able to play strong enough against <laughs> lesser quarterbacks in this league. So, got to come away with a win in those ones. Greenbean, how are you feeling about the Browns game? Uh, I too I too agree that Zach, uh, that uh, Deshaun Watson will probably get a suspension, and I think. It makes more sense to do it now. Like, he didn't play last year. Letting him play, then suspending him the year after. I I don't know. I don't know. I think that they'll probably look to get this under the wall, you know, under the bridge as far as fast as they can. Now, even if he gets gets a two-game suspension, that's where we are. So, I think if he does get suspended, obviously, we're going to fall right in that that little pocket. 
But even with that, man, as much as I respect Deshaun Watson, as you guys know, that was the quarterback I wanted in that draft. Uh, I said that he was probably the best quarterback in the league. Like that final year where he played and where he was heading, I thought that he was just hitting his prime. He was about to like take over the NFL. I think he's got the most talent. I really like that player, man. Like I really do. That said, he hasn't played in in uh so I think that uh, we got a chance, no matter how you slice it, to really catch them before they're settled as well. Uh, that said, I don't think he's playing. So I think the 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 thing that people are excluding when they're comparing the Jets to any team is that our quarterback is a legit quarterback, man, and he's going to come out. We've protected him. We've given him the weapons. He settled down like he took away the turnovers. It's all there. He just added six more pounds of solid beefsteak. Like he's, he's ready. To, he's going to come out, and we're going to have a good offense. We got the running game. We got the tight ends. We're going to be the team that dictates to other teams. Uh, we have so many options with our offense, and I think that we're going to be the one surprising uh, a lot of other teams. And Cleveland, dude, they have been in in tumult. I mean, as talented as the rosters that they've built, dude, half the guys that two years ago they were they were counting on to be a part of it, they're gone. Like they're they're fucking panicking. That's what they're doing in Cleveland. Um, now, talented players again. But they have been trying, like cyclically trying to squeeze guys in and move this guy and fire him and hire him. And that, to me, looks like a team that we can take advantage of. Week three versus the Bengals. We beat them last year. Do we get the same luck this time around? Uh, or do we think they have grown since, what, week, what was it, six last year or whenever we faced them? Uh, Matt, how are you feeling about the Bengals? Uh, not great. Um, I, I think that that team is very, very good. Obviously, the Jets beat them last year with a, their backup quarterback, so anything is possible. But on paper, I think this would be a really tough matchup for the Jets. Um, maybe it gets into a shootout and is one of those kind of fun back and forth games. But I'd be very surprised, pleasantly surprised, obviously, if the Jets beat uh, the Bengals. Greenbean, what about you? Well, this is one team that is not going to be surprised by anything we pull out because let's be real here for a minute. They fell for a trap game last year. That's how we beat them. All right, backup quarter. They were thinking this team's going to pack it in before halftime, and we didn't. So there, if any team is acutely aware of who not to sleep on or specifically not to sleep on the Jets, it's these guys. They just came off the Super Bowl. They have bolstered some areas of their team. That 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 they you know that they had little issues with and stuff and I think that uh, I think they're going to beat us, man. I I do. I'm sad to say it. I too think that is going to be a tall task. Uh, I don't think it's insurmountable, but I do think they've gained a ton of confidence after last year. I don't think Jamar Chase drops the easy touchdown that he dropped like he did last year. Um, I do have that one down as a loss. Now week four. This is the game that Matt was talking about. You got to beat the matchup of quarterbacks. This is the Steelers in Heinz Field, or at Heinz Field. I have this down as a win for the Jets. Um, now, that being said, something to consider. This team last year squeaked into the playoffs at 9-7-1. That was with the shell of Ben Roethlisberger. So yeah. I guess there could be an argument saying, okay, is Big Ben in his state last year 
better or worse than where we think Mitch Trubisky might be this year. Um, I still don't have a ton of faith in him. I don't. I didn't have a ton of faith with him in uh, in Chicago. He did play pretty well for the the Bills last year in uh, the limited action we got to see from him. I I think this is a win. This is a game the Jets should win. I would love this to be our second win of the season. Matt, how you feeling about the Steelers? Yeah, I think that's one that's winnable. And now going to Pittsburgh is no place to play, and I'm not uh, is not an easy place to play, I should say. Um, and I don't think this is like. An, an easy win by any stretch of the imagination, but I think the Jets could grind it out. And if they want to, you know, show that they are drastically improved, then this is a team that you should be able to beat up on a little bit. Um, and look, like the roster and especially that edge pass rush is very, very good for Pittsburgh. But again, the Jets improved their offensive line. They have the weapons now. I'm kind of I'm at the point where I'm kind of tired of the excuses. Greenbean, what about you? How are you feeling about the Steelers game? Well, I wouldn't be considering going out to see the Jets in a hostile environment like Pittsburgh if I didn't think we were going to beat them. Uh, now, I will tell you that I think Mitch Trubisky sitting uh, for a little while is the best possible thing for his potential career. He was talented enough to be a first-round quarterback and have a team trade up to get him. He was considered by many to be the best quarterback in that class. Uh, in fact, it's what I think... That should have happened with Sam Darnold. If he had any chance in hell, he needed to leave us and sit for a year. Uh, that didn't happen, and we see it. Now, I don't know what Mitch Trubisky is. I don't, I don't know if he can rebound, but I do think that he has a chance. That all said, I want to be in Pittsburgh and watch them use their terrible towels to wipe their tears, and that's the only reason <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> uh, Edward Ziff dropped in and said, the Jets are going to dictate with defenses, uh, what defenses can do because we can run three tight ends, we can run a full house backfield, or we can go five wide receivers. It's a good point. The Jets are going to have some matchup uh, nightmares for other teams this year. It's going to be something nice that we haven't really been able to, to handle the last few years. Uh, week five, this is home against the Dolphins. Uh, I did have this one as a win as well. I, I, I think this is the team you have to beat uh, – as far as division matchups go, I don't have any faith in Tua, even with them getting Tyree Kill, even with uh, Waddle coming in for year two. Those guys are extremely explosive. But we've seen the throw, the Hail Mary from, from Tua that looked more like a punt <laughs> than anything else to Tyree Kill in, uh, in minicamp there. Matt, you think this is a win or a loss? Win, baby. Um, look... You got to be competitive in your division. The Jets are 0-12 in their last 12 divisional games. That has to stop. The Miami Dolphins are not significantly better than the Jets, and the Patriots are not the big bad Patriots anymore. Um, there's no reason that you can't split with those teams. Green Bean, how are you feeling about the Dolphins? I, I want to just recap, uh, rewind just a second. I completely spaced. I was trying to think. They have another quarterback that could start. Fucking Kenny Pickett is going to be their starter, I think. Uh, maybe not week three, but he's so he, we could be playing Pickett too. Either way, I feel the same way. I saw the comment in the chat by a couple people. I want to just say I still feel the same way um, about the early version of Pickett's career. So such small hands has to wear two gloves, that kind of stuff. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Um, we're talking about Miami. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're sweeping Miami. This is the team like you, Ryan, last year, you were saying that, you know, we were going to sweep the Patriots. 
Uh, I feel very confident that the the Miami Dolphins are going to be the team in our division that we start our wins first, and this year we're going to sweep them. That's what I think. So this is a victory for me. So right now, as Chris mentions right here, hey, if we go two and two in the first four games, I truly believe we are onto something. If you're following our logic. Right now, we have the Browns week two, we have the Steelers week four, and now we have the Dolphins uh, week five. That's three wins in the first five games. That would certainly be a, a nice thing to see for Jet fans after the last few seasons and the last few Septembers that we've had to go through. Uh, next up, we have the Packers week six. This one's a kick in the balls for me, and I'll tell you why. The Packers are playing the Giants in London. The week before, generally speaking, after a London game, you get a bye week. The Packers decided to opt out of the bye week and play the Jets instead. That's, that is a sign of disrespect, if, you, if there was ever a sign of disrespect. I very much want to stomp the Packers, if at all oh, possible, yeah. but it's in Lambeau Field. I'm hoping they got some jet lag going on. I don't think their team is that good, I'll be honest. Aside from Rodgers and the running backs, I don't love their team. So I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I if the Jets can find a way to stop the run and then maybe play a little bit of ball control offense, you get to see some running, uh, you know, time of possession for the New York Jets. Maybe we can squeak out a win here. I, I mean, I think we have to be not the favorites in this, the underdog. Um, but what do you think, Matt? Packers. Um, so I'll say this. The, I'm glad you brought that up with them playing in London and being on a – in a way a short week because of all the travel and stuff like that um and the jets always play the packers very tough but still like this team is deep in the playoffs every year and i know they haven't gotten over the hump and won anything in a while but this is still a really good football team um i think they'll play them tough but i'd be very surprised if they can go on the road and beat the packers in lambo if they do that's a huge statement win um but i think that's a very tough task Greenbean, what about you? How are you feeling about the Packers? Yeah. Um, look, I, obviously I'm going to be rooting for wins, everything. I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to be too much uh, for us. I'm with you, though. I don't love their team either. Like, I think that uh, – but I haven't loved their team for a long time, man. Aaron Rodgers is still Aaron Rodgers. He, he figures out a way to make losers into studs. And uh, I think that sadly we're going to lose up there in the uh, um, you know engulfed in the atmosphere that is Lambeau Field too. Week seven, we are at the Broncos. I have this down as a loss. I don't think there's any way the Jets come out and go to Denver after getting thumped by Teddy Bridgewater in Denver last year. Um, now with Russell Wilson, I, I would be very surprised if this one wound up being a win. Matt, how are you feeling about the Broncos? Yeah, not very good. Um, number one, even without Russell Wilson, Denver is a very tough place to play. Uh, yeah. The Jets never travel well to the West Coast to begin with. And, I mean, it's they have Russell Wilson now. That is a another very, very tall task. Unless this is just an example of Denver completely overlooking the Jets. That's the only way that I think they can get a win here. But I'm going to say loss. This is That's a tough matchup. Green Bean, what about you? Yeah, you got to say, I think this is a loss, too. Uh, per what Matt said, I mean, you're going into mile high, it's 
it's tough. And, you know, they like the same reasons, man. It's just like I, I see it. They were a, they were a, a very, very they were a strong team last year, man. And uh, they added Russell Wilson and a few. Co- I can't think of the other guys I, I like that they added. Um, but I mean, I'm just can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I think this is probably a loss. Sad to say. Next up, the division rival Patriots at home in MetLife. I have this one down as a win. I think this is the first time the Jets really, you know, smack the Patriots around. I know there's going to be seven weeks of game tape on the Jets, and I would say that makes me a little uneasy because Belichick knows how to rattle a young quarterback. But I I think the Jets are going to want to make up for what happened last year, and I think they're going to put on a show in MetLife the day before Halloween. Zach Wilson will not be seeing ghosts. Matt. Your thoughts? Ooh, Ooh spooky. Oh, um, good. Yeah. It was well done, Ryan. I like that. Yeah. Clip it. Bam. <laughs> Clip it. I think, like I said earlier, man, like with New England and with Miami, the competition level really isn't that far off. You got to find a way to split with these teams, man. You can't go winless in your division every year. It's so annoying. It's so frustrating. I think the Jets could win. I think they have a better shot at home than they do up in New England. So I'll say this is the win of the two. Greenbean, your thoughts on the Patriot game? I am a firm believer that at least 34% of the motivation for building the tight end room like we have this offseason is so we can stick the two and three tight end set down Bill Belichick's throat. And I think that's exactly what we're going to see. We are going to come out and make them pay. For last year's 54-3, to three, whatever bullshit that was, this this staff knows. Jets fans cannot watch that again. We should not have to watch that kind of shit. And this is the revenge year, and we're going to make them pay with big, strong, burly, muscled, long-haired Viking tight ends, and we're going to step on their chest on the way to a, a shellacking. I love it. Week 9, November 6th, Bills come to MetLife. Until we beat Josh Allen, I have to say this is a loss. They're one of the best teams in the entire league. I think they should have been representing the AFC in the Super Bowl last year. Um, I have us losing to the Bills Week 9. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, I I have a very hard time believing that the Jets are going to be able to beat the Bills this year. Um, sure, it's the NFL. Crazy things happen, but they are, they just feel like they're going to be a team on a mission. They lost a heartbreaking playoff game last year. They are so, so good. They improved in some areas somehow, even this offseason. I think they're going to be a very, very tough opponent. Green Bean, your thoughts on the Bills game? Yeah. Uh, just the one at home or is this the one away? This is the home game for us. Oh, yeah. We're losing that one too. <laughs> I love how it didn't matter one way or the other. Uh, okay, week 10, we get a bye. This is a nice bye week. This is the perfect time for a young team to get a bye week because now you've faced a gauntlet of really good teams. You get a lot of tape to go over and look at during this two-week stretch. And then we come out of that, the same thing as last year. We wind up facing the Patriots after a bye week. And if you remember last year, we were playing pretty well until Zach got hit low and got knocked out of the game, and then the wheels kind of fell off. Jets at Patriots, November 20th. I think this is the year we kind of shake off that bye week. 
uh, jinx that we've kind of had, and we're going to sweep the Patriots this year. Ooh, going back at it, are we? Mm -hmm. I like it. Fucking hate the Patriots. I like it. Matt, your thoughts? Um, okay, I don't think the Jets are sweeping the Patriots, but I will say I will sign up for it because I have them at 2-4 and four in the division beating New England once and Miami once. I am good with getting swept by Buffalo and Miami if it means that we can sweep New England. Ooh. So um, that would that'd be good. But I'm going to say loss here. I, Bill Belichick in his home building against a young quarterback is just is very, very difficult. Green Bean, you think we have any, uh, any juice coming out of the bye? Two weeks to prepare for <sighs> Belichick? Well, that's what we were talking about last year, and we saw the worst game of the year uh, after the bye. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think we're going to lose. I cannot see us sweeping the Patriots, especially because I have them sweeping uh, the Dolphins. I don't know if we could do that, but I so I think this is the one we lose. We got to beat them at home, so I think we lose this one. November 27th. Sunday after Thanksgiving, Jets versus Bears, Bears in MetLife. This one's a win for me. I think the Bears might be the worst team in the NFL. Um, I don't know. I, I think they're going to have a top five pick this upcoming year. Matt, win-loss versus the Bears. Win. You, ha you right. have to beat Chicago in your home building. There is no excuse there. That would be catastrophic if they lost that game. I feel bad for justin fields because what they're doing to him is criminal in chicago but tough shit it, when they're playing the jets um you have you have to win that game there is no excuse green bean we beating the bears oh yeah and uh i don't feel bad for justin fields i feel bad for matt o'leary and ryan who had to fucking watch us not give sam darnold a damn quarterback coach that's who i feel bad for justin fields drive him into the dirt and let's get a win here I don't want to hear it. December 4th, Jets at Vikings. That Vikings team is still really good. Um, I don't trust Kirk Cousins, so this could go either way, but I do trust Dalvin Cook, and I don't know. Until the Jets can prove they can stop the run, I have a hard time seeing us preventing him from running. I do think this one's going to wind up being a loss. Matt, Jets-Vikings. This is a one o'clock game, right? It is. Yeah, Kirk Cousins owns the one o'clock window. He lives in it. That's that's his uh, bread and butter. He loves it. Um, this, you know what? I'm gonna make a comparison here. I think this game is gonna be similar to uh, the Packers game from 2018, where it's a little bit of a shootout and it was fun. Okay. Um, so I think the Jets lose, but I think it's a back and forth kind of game. Um, and Zach puts up some numbers because I still think that defense leaves a lot to be desired, but man, do they have some weapons on offense? I would love to see that kind of game. Not, I mean, like, yeah. cause it gives us a chance to win as well. If we play that ball control offense, sure. a, a shootout would be great. I, I want to see more of that this year. Green bean jets, Vikings. Yeah. I like what Matt said. Uh, the, the shootout idea. I like it. And then I also like Tyler Conklin being fed the ball for the tune of uh, eight catches for 112 yards kind of thing and two touchdowns. And then what I see in my crystal brain is I see Sauce Gardner getting a pick to end the shootout so we win this game and leave with a W. December 11th, Jets at Bills. 
Uh, I've got a loss here. Matt? Yeah, uh, I don't really have much to add. It's They are the better team. Um, the Jets kind of hung around a little bit in the final week of the year last year, and maybe they do that again. Um, just, just don't get blown out. How about that? Green Bean, Jets at Bills. Yeah, we're losing this one too. December 18th, Jets versus Lions. You got to win this game. Gotta got to win. It. Yep. I don't care about anything they're doing. They just had the number two pick in the draft. Jets got to come out victorious here. Matt, your thoughts? 100% agree. I would like to bite Dan Campbell's kneecap straight off his body. How about that? <laughs> Green Bean, like winning? Yeah, we're beating them, and uh, the thing is, is that what I want to see, best case scenario, would be for both, well, let's just stick to the thing. Let's say Jermaine Johnson gets two sacks and a couple tackles for a loss, and Aiden Hutchinson is hailed or handled handily by one Makai Becton all day oh. long. Oh, yeah. That would make me feel oh so good. Week 16, yep. prime time. Thursday night football against the Jaguars at home for the Jets in MetLife. Jets are going to put a beat down on Trevor Lawrence. No way we're coming out of this a loss. Jets win fucking 100 to nothing. Matt, your thoughts? Yeah, Sauce Gardner puts Christian Kirk and his overpaid ass in a blender, and uh, <laughs> Jets take care of business. Green Bean. Right after Aiden Hutchinson pointed at Makai Becton and then Makai Becton pushed him on his ass all day, Josh Allen's going to try to do the same thing, and so is Trayvon Walker is going to come out, and they're going to hope that their number one overall pick can help them. Again, a big old fat goose egg where stats are concerned for their edge rushers, and we slap them around in a really fun game where we're dancing and we're having chit-chats in the third quarter because we're so loose. That's the game we're going to be watching. Eddie says, Clemens once visited the Virgin Islands. They are now just called the Islands. That's a good one. Oh, sorry. I had to take a moment and recognize that. Uh, <laughs> January 1st, Jets going out to Seattle. Four o'clock game. I have this as a win. We're going to beat up on Blitzboy. Jets don't travel well to the West Coast, but there's no Russell Wilson out there, and I am not afraid of Drew Locke or Geno Smith. Matt, your thoughts? Geno Smith revenge game. No, I'm kidding. Um, Jets go on the road. <laughs> they beat them. Um, I know I just said they don't travel well to the West Coast, but um, I am not afraid of that Seattle team. How great would it be if like the Jets, they fleece Seattle right in the Jamal Adams trade? And then they beat him down after that with, like, I don't know, Elijah Vera Tucker just pancaking everyone. Garrett Wilson going off for a couple of touchdowns. That would be phenomenal. Oh, man. If we can have Garrett Wilson catch a touchdown right. over Jamal Adams' head, oh, ooh, yeah. oh, it would make the intro. <laughs> it'll, it'll be that there. That would be the sweetest way to kind of put – a little bow on the Jamal Adams trade. The guy that we got for Jamal Adams just burned him to win the game. Oh my God. I would I would fall on the ground, cry and laugh and cry again. Oh my God, dude. That's what we need. We need a year where we kind of 
uh, get a, get rid of all these laughing moments for the Jets and start getting some of these moments back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Garrett Wilson over Jamal Adams. Like a Mackay Becton pancake and Trayvon Walker and Aiden Hutch. That's what we need. We need some of that stuff going on. This is the year, man. Hell yeah. Week 18, Jets at Dolphins. We going to squish the fish, Matt? I have this one. I had a splitting. I actually had a splitting the Patriot game. I just got a little fired up. <laughs> So I had us win it both. I did have us losing the Dolphin game at the end just because it was at Dolphins. But this could very well be a win, especially if the Dolphins implode. Like, this might be Tua's last year. Like, this could absolutely, you know, this whole team could go in a blender after this. Mm -hmm. Uh, What are your thoughts, Week 18? I think it's a winnable game. I had this as a loss because I mentioned earlier splitting with New England and Miami um, and being satisfied with that. Also, I had the last three games before this as wins. So, like, I don't know. I'm trying to be a little bit realistic here. But at the same time, like, sure, the Jets, in theory, should be in this game. And there's a world where they win it. Um, But I had this one as a loss to close it out. Green Bean, your thoughts, Jets at Dolphins to end the season. Well, we're sweeping them, so we're going to have to win this one in order for that to happen. It's going to be great. I've seen more than one Jets victory in Miami, like at the end of the year. Uh, They're very fun, and I enjoy it, and I think that's what's going to happen this time. (laughs) Uh, So if I'm counting our wins and losses, let's see. We we, we sort of came to a consensus or rough consensus. Jets are winning against the Browns, the Steelers, the Dolphins to start this off. And then the next win might come home versus the Patriots. So we're saying four and five going into the bye week. That would be really optimal. I I think that is a solid start to the season. I think you can build off that going into the bye. Then you come out of the bye. We have the Bears, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Seahawks with four wins. That would put us at eight and nine to round out the season uh without any sort of potential win against the dolphins i think the floor like we've been saying for for a little bit of time now should be seven wins i think we're going to lose to someone that we shouldn't lose to i think we're going to beat someone that we shouldn't beat um but i think seven's the floor if things break the right way maybe a team gets injured things like that i could see nine wins um i'm hurt i'm having a hard time getting above nine wins though uh, based on health and everything. Matt, what are you kind of looking at for a final record? Yeah, I had eight, eight and nine is where I'm at. And I think they can go, to me, the range is between seven and nine wins. Uh, I think if things break right, maybe you get to that nine win mark. Maybe you win the final week of the year in Miami and you get to the nine win. Um, if there's some injuries or Zach doesn't take as big of a leap, maybe it's a six or seven win season, but I'm kind of going to go somewhere in the middle here. And I'm going to stick with that eight-win mark. Green Bean, what about you? How are you feeling about the season? What's our win-loss total? Well, I don't know what I just pulled together there. Uh, Maybe I'm probably in the 11-win range or something. I don't know. But I do think, very similar to what you guys are saying, I think seven is is the floor for us. I know our schedule is, is tough. Uh, I know that, but guys, every year when you're looking at teams in the beginning of the year, there are teams that you think are going to be powerhouses and they crumble. There are teams that you think are going to be shitty and we have Cinderella stories every single year. The Bengals last year were that story. 
You know what I mean? So it, it happens every single year. I think it's still going to be jostled around, and it's not exactly what it looks like uh, to us now. Uh, I think that we're probably going to come away with eight or nine wins um, if the ball bounces right. If we can avoid injuries, I think that's possible. If we're injured like we were last year, like losing a whole slew of key players, it's going to be tough. But I do think we – look, we have talent, we have depth, and uh, we're built. You know what I mean? Like we are a team. We have a nice foundation, man, and we can win some games. And I think eight, nine is probably realistic. So Brady Quinn had us under five and a half wins. All three of us have the over. I did throw $25 down on the over. Um, I know it's not a crazy ton of money, but it's what I had in my DraftKings account. So <laughs> that's what wound up going into it. Um, I think we're definitely getting over that five and a half win uh, threshold. Anthony G says, play one. Jamal Adams gets pancaked by AVT. Play two. Garrett Wilson catches a touchdown. Over Jamal, dot, 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 love. L- hey, the Jets are beating your Ravens, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love it. Talking smack to the wife <laughs> behind the camera. She laughs at me because she knows. Like, she just knows the history. She's like, yep, keep dreaming, you fucking loser. You know, that's what it's like over here. She knows. You support me? She said she'll give me hot cocoa after we lose. It's all right. I'll be at the game drunk i'm gonna start drinking again we'll hand her the tissues after they lose right (laughs) that's what we'll do mm drops in with a great icon look at joe douglas with the shades and the crown and the bling i like that that's awesome uh wouldn't be surprised if jamal fakes an injury to avoid the possibility of being embarrassed (laughs) screw that guy gabe says 16 and 0 17 and 0 What else we got going on in the chat? 1189 Paris says Vegas got the Jets at five and a half wins this year. Jets are winning more than six games. Oh, they are the betting yeah. uh, favorite on the over. Uh, if you look right. at all the teams across the NFL, the Jets have the most bets on them to go over their projected win total. Well, what is Matt? You might know. Maybe Ryan does. What's the what's the bet, though? So they they have it at five and a half, but you got to bet 100 to win what? Uh, I think it's it was minus a- one. It was minus one sixty last I saw. So you got to lay one sixty to win a hundred. It's yeah. I, the odds are. I don't know. I feel like they should just move the line. They should move it up to six and a half. Um, I think obviously they wouldn't get as many bets on one side. Um, I think mm-hmm. it would be more split at that point. But to me, six and the, six and a half feels like a more realistic number than five and a half does. Yeah, I would agree. I'm pulling up my account now. So what is it? It is. I got it at minus 145. So yeah, really I got not it around great. 140. I bet, I bet 25. I win 42. So not, not ideal. Yeah, Paris, go ahead, put some money on it. That's the thing, man. You guys know I don't bet. I, I don't gamble anymore. But uh, to put up putting up 160 to win 100 on the Jets. No, I don't know. The Jets, look, I have many, many gambler friends. I had bookies in my family. I had guys that break your fucking fingers in my family, all that kind of stuff. And they would always say, you never bet on the Jets. It's back to when I was a teenager. You never bet the Jets. They'll ruin your day every time. Dude, that's scary. I used to run a pick'em pool, and every week 
the one consistent pick, I will always pick the Jets to lose. Statistically speaking, I'm going to be right when it all <laughs> shakes out. So, like, you know what? I hope for the win. If we get the loss, then I get the victory and the pick em. If uh, we get the win, I don't care about the pick em, and then we get the win. I'm excited. So, I feel you there. Hennessy Heisman says, fellas, we doing a tailgate week one or what? We absolutely yeah. would. Just a matter of uh, where we're going and what we're doing. Uh, but we're definitely going to be you. there. I know we were talking to Richie. He's going to be there. Blewett's going to be there. We got a whole lot going on. Yeah, I told you guys, I'm bringing booze. I'm bringing fucking single malt. <laughs> right, Matt? <laughs> that, that, I, that's what I was drinking earlier. I was drinking Jefferson's small batch. Oh, very nice. Very nice. I'm a scotch guy. Though. I like uh, I like it over from scotch. Bourbons get me. I don't know. I'm a scotch guy. I'm not a uh, scotch monster. I'm not 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 like a <laughs> liquor person or like a, a heavy booze. Like I'll have beer because I know if I drink too much beer, I could just yak it up. <laughs> I'm not gonna like get you know alcohol poisoning and like tap out. Um, I don't know how to control my myself when I'm drinking the heavy stuff. <laughs> That's when Ryan winds up on a bar top with no pants on. <laughs> right? Did you see? Did you see my drink of the summer video today, Ooh, Ryan? I did not. It's, what is it? Okay. So, uh, have you ever heard of Deep Eddy vodka? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So they have a sweet tea flavor, and it's if you mix it with lemonade, the Arnold Palmer the drink of the summer. Well, I mean, it's essentially yeah, it's a uh john daly is the alcoholic version of an arnold palmer but yeah it's the deep eddy sweet tea vodka mixed with lemonade phenomenal I didn't realize that's what that was called because they have the spiked arnold palmer now they they actually like sell yeah. that in a can it's delicious i would try it deep eddies isn't bad i don't i don't mind vodka but i just don't it's not usually the the drink i'll go grab uh andrigo says last year jets had two surprise wins titans Bengals this year if you could pick a trap game for the Jets to win who would it be I say Green Bay or the Ravens that's probably who I'd pick as well yep. uh the Ravens week one if the Jets are legit we could catch them sleeping and I do think the Packers after the London game is very realistic as well everything outside of that like I don't see the Jets beating the Broncos I would be very very surprised if that happened um I don't think we catch Bills. the Bengals sleeping again. The Bills, you know, I don't that's know. Something. I, it's, it's tough to catch a division, division rivalry. Sleeping. Yeah. 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 You know what's cool, though, man? This is what I think we're building up toward. And I mean, you know, like all jokes about, you know, 12 and 5 and stuff, all that mm -hmm. stuff aside, I really do believe that the Jets are building a team that can bring different versions of their offense to any game, depending on what will capitalize on the other team, uh, mm -hmm. you know, in a better way. So, like, the truth is, is we can run three tight end sets. The truth is we can run 22 personnel. We can run 11 personnel and have talent, real talent on the field, NFL talent on the field in any one of those formations and if their team if they're going to bring out their dime package and you just say you know what fucking send in the big boys and let those little speedy dudes not be able to to um you know win the contested catches with our big boys and and run them over and then they switch and bring linebackers like we can start this could be the beginning 
of dictating to the other team. They have to plan for us. And we haven't seen that in a long time. And and this is the year, man. Like, you know, it, again, I'm only saying seven to nine wins. But this is the year I think we start to see that. And I think we start to see it uh, week one. And like you said, Ryan, it's, I don't want to necessarily catch them sleeping, right? But I do think we can catch them a bit unaware and not quite ready for how hard this first right hook is going to be. And uh, and that will that will put everybody on notice. And I think this is the year that we start to see our offense. Zach, to me, I mean, obviously he's the he's the crux, right? If Zach sucks, none of this happens. If Zach can play, which I happen to believe he can, and I, you know, I wasn't even the Zach Wilson guy coming out. I like him. If that kid can play, we have the horses, man, and we're going to start to see it this year. And that's why I think we're going to win these games. So do you think Green Bay and the Ravens would be the two sleeper games that we that we get, or do you think it's a different combo? Yeah, no, I like that. I, I like I think that's a, a good well, I mean, you know, I think a lot of people aren't expecting us to beat the Steelers, but that's a little bit more realistic. But I think, yeah, Green Bay, the Ravens is a big one. Yeah, I'll go with those two. Yeah, I think that's 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 a good mix right there. Matt, what about you? You think these are the two teams the Jets could uh sneak by? Yeah, I think so. Um, and every year it feels like there's ga- they win games that you're, you know, that they're not supposed to, and then they lose games they're also not supposed to. Um, but these are both good answers. Number one, week one, anything could happen. Um, and then with Green Bay, we talked about it already. They're going to be out in London the week before. Um, kind of a short week for them. The Jets always, 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 whether they're at home or on the road play green bay tough remember in 2014 that disaster of a season the jets got out to a huge lead uh in that game and then ended up blowing it with geno smith at quarterback um but like it's just it goes to show you that no matter who is on this jets roster or how bad they are they always play them tough so i guess it wouldn't be that crazy kyroon says buffalo 66 great film about bad betting lol i've never heard of it have either one of you guys seen this movie no what is it buffalo 66 no i never saw that one is it about buffalo or is about the the town or he says it's about bad betting oh bad betting right says it right there in buffalo (laughs) the town it'd be be weird if it wasn't (laughs) no the wings that's (laughs) no i never heard of that one Johnny P says the one thing that is true of every NFL season is that there will be five to seven new teams in the playoffs, bad to good, good to bad. Uh, we will be, sorry. Whew, we will be one of those. Yeah. Every year, no one expected the Bengals to be in the playoffs, let alone make the Super Bowl. If you're looking at teams that could make that jump, into the playoffs. I would think the Jets are one of those teams. The only issue is that we're in the AFC, and I think that's the the biggest hurdle because of the, the strength of that entire conference. Um, I don't know. If I was looking at if, – if you had to pick a team, Matt, is there a team that you think you could look at and say that might be a team that could squeak into the playoffs based on a bad season or maybe – Give me a good team that you think might be bad and a bad team that you think might be good this year. Cardinals is a team that I think is due for a regression, um, just with all the dramatics that have been going this past year. Mm -hmm. Um, Team, 
Well, like the Broncos are going to be a team that wasn't really that good. Uh, if the Browns make the playoffs, that would count because they obviously they didn't last year. Uh, same with the Ravens. They missed the playoffs, but they're always kind of good. So um, I don't know if that counts. But, like, I don't know if there was a team who was picking, like, top five that's going to go on this unbelievable run and, and get in. I think it might just be some of those teams who are kind of, like, middling that either got an elite quarterback like Denver or Cleveland or uh, their quarterback got healthy with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, if I'm looking at, I mean, just running through the top ten right now, Jacksonville, no. Lions, no. Texans, no. Jets, I think, have like a lot of upside for any of the early teams. I don't think the Giants are going to be good. I don't think Carolina is going to be good. I don't think the Giants are going to be good again. Uh, Atlanta, I think, is going to be bad. Seattle, I think, is going to be bad. Then you come back to the Jets. Then you get to Washington. And Washington, I'm not so sure what to make out of them. I don't trust Carson Wentz. Um, I don't know. I guess a team that didn't make the playoffs that should have made the playoffs and they shot themselves in the foot, the Chargers, uh, I think they could make a lot of noise this year. I, I, I have them as one of my favorites to win the AFC. Mm-hmm. Um, a good team that could be bad. I like your answer, Matt. I really, I think the Cardinals are primed for that because they lost some weapons. I don't really love Kyler. I don't think he's a bad quarterback by any means. Like I think he's he's good and he create a lot of plays. I just feel like that team exceeded expectations with a lot of really good players, and now losing a few pieces, specifically like Chandler Jones and and some of some of the other pieces they have. I don't know. I that feels like a team that might implode. Uh, not I shouldn't say like lose a lot of games, but like. There's something there with Kyler, and I don't know if it's just the contract or if there's something maybe he doesn't like the coaching staff. or, or He's been put in a, an amazing situation basically every year that he's been there. They've surrounded him with talent, and he still seems like he's unhappy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Greenbean, you think there's a, a good team that'll be bad and a bad team that'll be good this year? And if so, who do you think it'll be? I like the uh, the Cardinals. Uh, just to say that, I think that's a good one. I think um, you know, they're uh, if they don't make something happen this year, that team might be primed for a little bit of a fracturing, uh, maybe breaking it up a little bit. You know, uh, especially with Marcus May's agent running the show over there. That's Kyle Mur- Kyler Murray's agent. You see, does it sound familiar? Sound familiar, everybody? It's the agent. Uh, so, I think that's a good one. But what about like? the Patriots, are they not considered a good team anymore? Like, you know what I mean? Like they, they made it to the playoffs again last year. The only time they haven't was during the, the COVID year. I mean, they're definitely not the Tom Brady's of the world, you know, the, the Tom Brady Patriots, but what about them? Like getting their first losing record or something like that. That could be, that could be interesting, man. Seeing them kind of fall from grace and then watch the, the Patriot fans start to consume themselves and turn on each other uh, in defense or turning on Bill Belichick, you know, in defense of or in attacking uh, Bill Belichick. I think it could be an interesting scenario up there if the Patriots all of a sudden, not only are they not dominant like with Tom Brady, but now they're losing games that they should, you know, by many people's eyes, win. And they start that whole shit. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That's what I really hope happens. I think there is a greater chance that the Jets wind up second best in the division 
than it is that the Jets go under five wins, like Brady Quinn was saying. Like, to me, the AFC East is so wide open outside of the Bills. Like, Bills are going to win the division. But Miami, New England, and the Jets, it's so up for grabs. We look at how many players the Patriots got back from the COVID list last year. They, I think they had a league high, like, 15 players that were that opted out to covid it was like 25 percent of the overall covid list i think i think there were 60 guys that opted out um and you look at how much money they spent and you look at records after teams spend record amounts in free agency the the record after the season that they get those guys the first season winds up being pretty good the second one not so much so i do think you're right greenbean i think they could come crashing down and i don't think it's entirely like unreasonable to think that I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think there's a higher chance the Jets sneak into second place in the East or that they go under five and a half wins? Matt, I'll start with you. I think they're more likely to be uh, sneaking into second place than they are to be under five and a half. Unlike, I don't know. Something really wrong is going to have to happen for them to hit that. Like Zach Wilson's going to have to stay exactly what he was as a rookie. And there's going to have to be a lot of injuries and, you know what? I'm just not. I'm not banking on that. Um, I, I think he takes, even if it's not a massive step forward, even if he just takes a, a marginal to average step forward, I think he should be uh, good enough to where they are. Again, right around that seven or eight win mark. Greenby, what about you? What do you think about the thoughts of the Jets getting? second place in the east versus going under five wins or under five and a half wins yeah i think it's i think it's uh more likely that they win um you know that they get second place in the afc east than win less than seven games this year i mean it's hard to say that because you know we that's pretty much where we've been hanging out for most of the last 12 years is under the five win mark um but uh, yeah i still i think that it's it's less likely right now dude we're being built too well now, again, injuries and all that, like that's my biggest fear this year. I just want to see a healthy team and see what these guys can actually do. I'm so sick of the injury excuse, and uh, I'd like to see it um, go by the wayside. So, yeah, that's what I think. You know, I wanted to say, too, what about the Bills, man? We What if we find out that Brian Dable was the brains? Dude, they promoted Ken Dorsey, who was, you know, he's not necessarily uh, – the most well thought of guy. I mean, he's been there a minute, but you know, I don't know. What if Brian Dable is the fucking brains behind the operation over there? And we find out that uh, his, his leaving is huge. What about the bills slipping a little bit? think that's possible. So that's who I wanted. Like before we were on the salad train, I wanted Brian Dable to be our head coach. I wanted Ken Dorsey, I remember that offensive coordinator. So that was kind of where I was going with that. I think he'll be fine. I think that's an established team that knows exactly what they're doing. They, I don't think Dable makes everything click the way McDaniels made everything click for New England. Like I think Mac Jones losing his offensive coordinator year two and losing a top four guard and then like replacing him with like a, a third round graded Cole Strange in the first round. I think that's going to have more of an impact than Dable leaving Buffalo. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on the, the day bowl leaving Buffalo kind of thing? Um, I still think they're just too talented as a whole um, for it to be that much of an impact. Maybe like maybe their offense starts a little bit slow. Maybe they lose a game they're not supposed to earlier in the year, and that becomes a little bit of a story. But 
I don't. I really would be stunned if that's the case. I feel like this team's on a on a mission to run through the AFC. Mm, interesting. I think they're gonna suck. How's that grab you? I'm now on that so. train. It just started. Freeman, I really hope so. <laughs> I'm in. That'd make me happy. I like it. Red John drops in with the super chat. That was a great show, by the way. I can't think of what the name of it is off the top of my head right now, but I just watched it last year, uh, the entire series. Um, really good. Uh, he says, teams change from year to year. We'll beat at least two uh, of the so-called unbeatables. If we stay relatively healthy, we'll win at least nine games. Book it. I was so excited for the Jets' edge rush last year with Carl Lawson, Vinnie Curry. I thought we were going to cause teams fits. And we have those guys coming back, plus we got Jermaine Johnson, plus we got Michael Clemens, plus we got to see you know John Franklin Myers kicking inside, Quinning coming back for year four. I, I'm really excited. If we can hit quarterbacks and teams in the mouth with our defensive line, we don't have to blitz. We're going to create some opportunities for some turnovers like we haven't really created in the last few years. We've It always seems like we're one of the worst teams at generating turnovers, and it just plays such a major part in teams winning and losing games in the NFL. Turnover margin is huge. You got to see Zach Wilson cut mm. down on the turnovers towards the end of last year, and I think this year you're going to see the Jets create more turnovers in favor for us. Uh, so if Zach can, can continue that way, yeah, look, I, I think it's entirely possible. Like Matt said, I think he doesn't even have to take a sizable step forward. He just has to take a moderate step forward, and I think this team is is definitely way better than it was last year. Um, so, Matt, your thoughts on Red John's comment here? Um, I, uh, I'm i not quite as optimistic that they get to nine. Um, I think a lot has to break right. if they, The health is definitely one of them, and I think Zach has to be a top half of the league quarterback in order for them to reach that nine mark. I hope that's the case. I'm rooting for that to be the case. Um, but that, that's a little bit optimistic for me. Green Bean, we beaten two yeah. so-called unbeatables. Yeah, well, I look, I, I I don't the the only thing that I disagree with in this super chat from Red John is the at least. You know what I mean? Like that's uh, you know that nine is at the top of where I am. And that includes being healthy and all that stuff. Now, obviously, Red John, I would, I want to win nine up. I'd love to have a miracle season. Holy shit. The Jets are all of a sudden the best team in the league. We only lost two games. We won the division. We fucking steamrolled through the Patriots home playoff games. I would love it. I find that difficult to swallow that that's, I know Jets forever is all over that. Uh, that's what he seems to think is going on, and I'm uh, yeah, I'm a fan of it. But being, you know, like you said, teams change every single year. We have all these expectations. Every single year there's a team that we thought was going to be a juggernaut, and they are looking for a new quarterback next year in the draft. Look, it happened with the Texans when they traded their two firsts for Larry Tunsil. Miami didn't think they were getting a, the third overall pick the next year. Hell no. And look at us with Seattle. They told us that our Jamal picks were going to be essentially two early seconds because they were even considered Super Bowl contenders. And look what we got, a top 10 pick, and now Russell Wilson's not even at in Seattle. It's crazy, man. So I think that we can beat some of these teams. I'm looking at teams like Green Bay, like the Vikings, um, and and on and on like we were talking about. Yeah, I think these teams uh, you know, could definitely 
make a wrong turn here and end up at the bottom of the barrel. Sky Pilot uh, says, roasted raven with hot gardener sauce. That just sounds dirty. <laughs> it sounds like a, like a Pornhub <laughs> kind of thing. Oh, geez. Hey, let me ask you, Ryan, how many tailgates do you think are going to have raven wings served Ooh. in the, uh, from their grill? Hopefully all of them. I want some that's, I, good wings. I know. I know that's what I'm making. Ooh, that's <laughs> What's wings. your go-to like sauce? Do you like a hot sauce? Do you like a tangy sauce? Do you like a sweet sauce? What's your, what's your Buffalo wing yeah. sauce of choice? Yeah. I like heat. Choice? Yeah. Yeah. I, I like heat, but I don't like like brutal heat that like I'm a big flavor guy, but I, I like yeah. the, the twangy, like think Frank's red hot esque but better and with heat. So yeah, I'm like a I'm like a upper medium heat guy and uh the 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 tangy like traditional buffalo style. Yeah, I'm with That's you on that. that. I'm not like I I love spice. I got to have spice like on everything. Um I don't like the the overpowering like the ludicrous hot sauce from chicken or the egg yeah. down the shore or something like that where you're going to annihilate your taste buds and not taste anything for yeah. a few days. That's not that's not my jam. Yeah. Uh, Matt, you got a favorite uh, wing sauce? I just like I like the classic buffalo, but not not too spicy. Like a mild buffalo is I kind of like to ride there. Because uh, anything more than that, I feel like you start. I don't know. I feel like lips. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not enjoying <laughs> it at that point. It's yeah. like a pissing contest. Who could who could eat the hottest? Food? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I want to enjoy it. Yeah, you know what's no, funny about that? You're 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 so right. Like it gets to the point. Like oh, you can't handle that. That's nothing. Like people do that yeah. shit. But you know what I enjoy? I like having to put it down and go like and like my my head sweating yeah, like sweating. I don't I, I, Yeah, and again, like you said, not scorched face where you can't, you know, you can't even fucking breathe. But I like that whole thing like that that feeling of of the heat. Like I really it does something to my throat, it does something to my forehead, my my back of my neck. Like I don't know, I love it, man. It's fucking crazy. And I'm with it. Nick H says we stole Brees Hall from the Bills. Did you guys see the Buffalo Fanatics video of great. the Jets taking Brees Hall? Oh yeah. Let me see if I can pull it up because that's worth a watch. That was <laughs> it's absolutely worth a watch. Uh, do you know those guys? I do. I talked to uh, is it Rico? I guess I talked to Rico pretty. Uh, I shouldn't say regularly, but I'm in a group chat with him. Yeah, they got they got a pretty good Bills channel over there. Oh, here it is. This is this is fantastic. If you guys have not seen this video, it's gonna it's gonna make you smile. It's, yeah, it's good. All right. Don't one of the best ever. Son of a. No, you didn't. God damn it. Did they? Son of a. They didn't. <laughs> Well, the Knights were sure oh. did. God damn it. To the Jets, too, no less, you know. Yo. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, God damn it, man. <laughs> Yo, this is why I told people, take God the damn it. running back in the 25th. These Son don't let you. I don't want to cut. I don't want to cut. Nah, and now we gotta we gotta play against him twice a year too, and if he winds up being good, that's gonna really piss me the hell off. But Rico, think about it. Oh, a don't. Lot of 
I've been no, I'm seeing a lot of these corners have fallen, right? So you probably could have had Hall and one of those corners later on. Oh, that doesn't make you feel better. Sorry. Um, this is why I've been telling these cats, man. These running back, you know, we can get them in the fourth. We can't because guys like this guy to get picked, and now he's gonna be a menace, man. Golly. A goddamn jet, no less. Son of a Like, come on, man. Bean sitting on you. I'm going to be so pissed if we do nothing. We don't pick a running back and we say, you know what? We're going to rock with Zach Moss. We're going to rock with Devin Singletary. We could. Giants just traded up to go to Atlanta. The, jets. the freaking Jets, man. Why the Jets? Man, we could have we took Brees and chilled. There's a lot of damn good corners that you... Yo, the development... The Bills know how to develop these DBs, man. They know how to do it. That's what we do. You have a head coach that is known for that. Damn, man. What a draft for the Jets. I can't got, unbelievable, man. Three. I don't like Kevin's face right now. I don't like Kevin's I'm face. I'm not happy about it. It's the Jets. I'm just saying. Here, the, here comes a fing Atlanta Falcons. They're gonna grab Walker right now. Like, you guys don't get it. These Bills fans don't get it, man. You, if you watch the f***ing run game, we struggled. You had a quarterback that ran for 763 yards. Who does that, man? It's not normal. Oh, 4.7 oh, yards man. per carry. Oh, you should hold 4.7 yards on six carries. Like, okay, good for you. I got to get over it. I'll tell you, there's a lot of love for uh, Cook in the in the uh, chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of love for Cook. Like, yeah. Oh Great. my god, dude! It was so funny, so funny. Yeah, right. That was pure crying. I mean, look. And if anybody knows what it's like to get, <laughs> to have to go through those scenarios while people are staring at you, it's us. But that's when it's oh, yeah. tough, man. That's like me and O'Leary for the first uh, until they <laughs> until they traded up and picked twenty six. We didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so I'll be honest. I had no clue what was going. On. I I was happy we got sauce. But, dude, I was shocked, shocked when we took Garrett. I thought for sure yeah. we were going edge rusher there. Like, it's a funny thing because, like, and we've talked about this a million times. Like, the one receiver that if they were going to that I hoped it would be would be Garrett Wilson. But I didn't think we were going to do that, number one. And then once we took Sauce, I thought it was obvious that they were going to take an edge at 10, right? I'm like, well, cl clearly now. And when we didn't, I'm telling, even though I like Garrett Wilson, I was like, I didn't know what to make of it. I was not okay. Dude, not all right. It was like we were creating excuses for the Jets not to take an edge rusher again. It was like, yeah. oh, no. Like the trade-up for, for Jermaine was probably the most excited I've been as a Jets fan since that playoff win against the Patriots. I, I don't know about you wow. guys, if that's... Wow, no, yeah. Like, think about it. Since <laughs> no. 2010, what, name one other time that you were that excited. Was it this year with, like, the Titans or, or Bengals wins? Like, no. it wasn't for me. Like, I was excited for those, but not, like, this hyped up. And maybe 2015, up. Okay, that one was good. I... Yeah. 2015. But then we lost the following it, week. Like that one just took the wind right out of our sails the following week. It's so unfortunate that they didn't get like, I mean, even if they got to the playoffs and lost, like it's just so unfortunate that they died on the mm -hmm. doorstep of Rex Ryan three and 13 bills. Like it's just, Oh, cause, dude, it's, cause that, was, that was a fun year, man. 
Yeah, it was. And that, that game was so ridiculous, too, because I remember Rex just going for it on, like, fourth and seven, and, like, all these ridiculous fourth downs. Like, any other team, they're punting, and the Jets have a shot, and it just went so overboard. But, yeah, dude, I'm serious. I, I really think that was the most hyped up I've been since, like, jumping up and down, losing my mind against the Patriots. Although, to Matt's point, the Decker touchdown in overtime, that was incredible. I just wish Epic. it ended differently. Like, I, I, I don't know. Who are we playing? I, 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 I don't even know if I know which play that is. Which one is that? That was in overtime when we had against, uh, two. against New England. Yeah. New England? Oh, yeah. It was so good. <laughs> it That's was so right. good. Oh, wait. Wasn't that the game where they messed up the, the coin toss? I don't remember that. Yes, in overtime. Yeah. Yes, they gave the Jets remember the ball that? and they went right down the field. Correct. Yeah, the the Patriot guy said we wanna we wanna kick the ball oh that way, God. and the ref said you wanna you wanna yeah. kick it. He yeah. said yeah, I wanna kick it that way. They screwed. He's like okay. Yeah, yeah. He's like wait a second, we're supposed to get the ball. The ref jumped right at him. You said kick it. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. That Makes was crazy. Michael Yee says how the Ravens or sorry how the Rams won the Super Bowl with impact players on both sides the players we got for both sides and good coaching Jets can muster up 7 to 9 wins this team has so many weapons if we want to beat you on the ground we have the horses to do it if we want to beat you through the air as long as Zach Wilson can get the ball to our guys they can do it our offensive line is going to give them the time we should have a top 15 offensive line our tight ends, we have at least two guys that are starting caliber tight ends and one developmental guy that we're all really high on in uh, in Jeremy Ruckert. So there's going to be a lot of opportunities for the Jets to dictate matchups. And yeah. on the defensive side, I think you've upgraded your entire defensive line just by getting some guys back healthy in addition to adding guys like Jermaine Johnson and Michael Clemens. Now, cornerback-wise, you're talking about your starting cornerbacks playing as backups now. Now you bring in Sauce, you bring mm -hmm. in DJ Reed, you add Whitehead, you bring back Joyner. Like, this defense is going to be way better than it was last year. Our offense is going to be way better than it was last year. And I, honestly, our kicking, we got Greg the Leg Zerline. We haven't even really talked about that. This guy could be a way big addition to the kicking unit than what we've had over the course of the last few years. Our biggest weakness is one that we've kind of had for the last two or three years when Mosley went out and, you know, we didn't really have the depth. And I think it's that linebacker core. And if we can't stop the run or we get into, you know, situations where guys are dropping balls and we're not getting first downs. And now all of a sudden we're keeping our defense on the field too long. That's really the issue I see. If we can play ball control offense and we can stop the run, Jets are going to be in a lot of games this year. Matt, your thoughts. Yeah, I think they should be more competitive. Like, And that's the thing. If you're getting blown out, you have absolutely no chance, which I know you're going to say, like, isn't that obvious? But in in some of these games, like, let's say there's a mistake, like a, like a, I don't know, a dropped snap on a punt and you get the ball in good field position. Like, if you're only down by one score, that could change an entire game. But, like, that stuff wouldn't even matter because the Jets would be down by 25. So, like, I don't know. I, I think, yeah, maybe if a couple things break their way they they absolutely could and um i'm really excited to see this 2022 team uh, especially if they stay healthy i think there's a lot to really like 
Greenbean, your thoughts on Michael's comment here, how the Rams won the Super Bowl with impact players on both sides. Jets got yep. both sides of the ball and good coaching. Uh, we can muster seven to nine wins. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, you know what? You know what it is, uh, Michael? I really, my big question is whether or not our coaches are any good. All right, like we, okay, we know that Sala can motivate people. We know that they all love him. You know that everybody's buying in. That's all positive. We also know that Ron Middleton can inspire uh, inspire your pants right off if he wants to. Uh, we also know that Mike LaFleur has shown us that he has a creative offensive mind. It's in there. He didn't have the horses to do what he wants to do. Jeff Ulbricht scares me. I love Tony Oden. Um, you know, so it's solid. We just don't know about this coaching staff. If they can actually coach in their position, Salah can actually run a uh, a game from the head coach position and outthink his his opponent over there. If that stuff can actually happen, I think that we do have the impact players to at least compete and when you're competing you can win that's it yep. like it, you know always we're hoping that something happens to so we can take advantage of it and win what i want to start seeing is a team that's just as good as yours if not better than yours we have the horses man to compete no question in my mind if they stay healthy it's all about sala and his crew for me this year john Drops in says, two years from now, which top cornerbacks are we comparing Sauce to? In my mind, it's really only one, and it's it's Richard Sherman. The size is such a factor for me uh, in this. I'll throw out a different one, just so it's not just the Richard Sherman comparison. I don't know how tall Antonio Cromartie was, but I loved Crow. His, the, his ability to mine. just snatch the ball out of the air. Oh, if he could wind up being Cromartie 2.0, I would be so happy. Matt, you were saying you were thinking the same thing? Um, Yeah, Crow was my, like a souped-up version of a harder, a higher-ceiling version of Antonio Cromartie because um, he had the ability to play man, tall, lanky, can come away with interceptions. Um, I think Cromartie's a good one. Greenbean, what about you? What comps do you think we're going to be calling uh, Sauce Gardner in two years' time? Uh, well, I think even though they're very different, I think that everybody's just dying to comp them to Revis. It's like they're dying. You know what I mean? They want, you know, Sauce Island and all the kind of shit. Um, I like the Cromarty comp. I, I think that's good. I mean, and don't forget, while Cromarty had his moments – uh, you know, where, you know, you scratch your head, especially, you know, the one where he was in San Diego with the Sean Green thing. All, by and large, he was a very impressive uh, athletic cornerback. Super long strides, fast, jump side. Like, he had everything you want in a cornerback. And Sauce, if he can play like that and be a little bit tougher than Cromartie was, I don't know, I man. I think that's a fantastic comp. That would make me very, very happy. Cromartie would have been a number one on most teams, and the only reason he wasn't our number one is because we had a Hall of Fame, arguably best cornerback of all time in Revis. Uh, so, yeah, if Sauce could, could hit that kind of mark, it would be incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, the Buffalo Jet fan drops in and says, My boss texted me, go F myself, when the Jets nabbed Brees. LOL, Bills fans all pissed, laugh my ass off. He must have had it firsthand being up in Buffalo. I'm actually going to be on Buffalo Jet fans' uh, channel tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So, uh, guys, if you're not subbed up to Buffalo Jet Fan, head over that way. You'll see me over there tomorrow. Uh, Going to be a lot of fun. 
Could you imagine, like, being in a town where the Jets did something that pissed off the entire fan base? Like, I've always just lived in the tri-state area, so I've never had the opportunity to, like, play Debbie Downer to another franchise aside from, like, maybe the Giants. And I don't even know when we would have beaten the Giants that that would have been applicable. I don't know. Oh, we had Miami beat. We owned Miami for like five straight years, uh, not too long ago, too. Um, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. was, I used to, I mean, I was living in Miami at the time. I loved it. Oh, I loved it, Ryan. That was my, I was the thank you, Jets. Thank you, Jets gods, for at least giving me that during that time when I lived down there. That was fun. John says sauce to Sherman comparison is an awful comparison. I've never understood that Sherman rarely played man coverage was a zone coverage corner his whole career. He also stayed on one side of the field. Um, so I think the comparisons to Sherman are strictly because of his height and because of the Robert Sala connection more so than anything else, but we're going to play a lot of zone this year, but when it matters on third and long, third down situations we're going to man up and sauce is going to body guys and I'm, I'm curious to see how they utilize them like are they going to allow reed and sauce to move on different side of the fields or do the uh, different side of the field or do they kind of keep them relegated to one end of the field there green bean any thoughts on, on how we utilize sauce in this defense well you know like look we we know that we want to play zone but we also know that this staff liked to use man when it served their purpose. I think that they would have leaned on it a lot more uh, if they had the people to do it. Um, I, I think that we are going to see more of that. I would love to see sauce um, kind of play some press and give our look when you have a, when you have a pass rush and you only need to give them a couple seconds before they, uh, before they can really start to disrupt the quarterback's, uh, comfort level in the pocket if you play press if you got cornerbacks that can do that and sauce can do that and take his best wide receiver just out of there out of his stride for enough time that the the edge rushers can start to uh, impact the play we're going to see a lot of um you know the the quarterbacks having to do a lot of check downs and stuff and that would be right to what i mean now granted we haven't been able to play it all that well with the check downs to the tight ends and running backs but I think that we're focused on that this year, at least how to how to counteract that. And I think if you can start forcing quarterbacks to 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 have to check down more often than not, you're you're in a good position to start taking over the game. I think Sauce is going to impact, at least I hope, right, uh, on that level. I would get him up, play in press, start pushing some guys around a little bit. RJ says, which division sweep is more realistic, AFC North or NFC North? Also, thanks, Matt, for the drink recommendations. Going to try tonight, but it's still we, the fans. Um, I'm not sure what he means by it's still we, the fans, but I understand the, the Matt's drink thought that he was talking about. Um, Love it. Matt, for those of you, for those of the people that are just joining the stream, what was your your drink recommendation earlier with the deep eddies? Uh, no, no, it's not the drink recommendation. It's the, I'm Ooh. I'm billing it the drink of the summer, which oh, is right. Yes, it oh, is. What is it? Lemon lemonade, lemonade, whatever brand you like best, mixed with deep eddy, 
uh, sweet tea flavored vodka. It is excellent. Interesting. When I was in college, they had a three olives dude. Uh, It was like a Mountain Dew kind of flavored. uh, I guess I think three olives is a vodka. And I remember buying it and being like, this is going to taste fantastic in Mountain Dew. Nope, it ruined Mountain Dew for me <laughs> for, for, for quite some time. It was not Uh-oh. good. Um, I still love Mountain Dew, but it's it was oh, that was awful. That was not great. Um, so having some Deep Abbey's uh, iced tea mixed with some lemonade, I could see that being good. Very good. Um, let's see. Oh, sorry. Let's get to the question itself. Uh, which division sweep is more realistic, AFC North or NFC North? Huh. What is it? Lions, Bears, Vikings, Packers, mm. or Steelers, Browns? God, man, it's. I don't think it's yeah. totally unrealistic to see either one. I, I mean, I, it's a reach for sure because of the Packers. Yeah. I mean, the Packers are the best team of that bunch. Then I would say the Ravens. Then probably the Bengals and the Vikings. Hmm. I have more faith in the Jets sweeping the NFC North, I think, because of the London game with the Packers just before our game with the Packers. Um, Because I think we can beat Fields. I think we can beat the Lions. And I don't trust Kirk Cousins to to be a great quarterback i like their team though that's what's that's what's tough for me i would say the north oh but if watson doesn't play man i have no idea this is a tough one green bean help me out with yeah this. i don't think it's likely that we sweep either one i think that's yeah. the problem that's 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 the obstacle here um i will say this i like what you just said about the packers but i also think another another positive way to could you know to look at this could be we happen to be getting the AFC North four games in a row to start the season. Mm-hmm. That could theoretically be when we're the healthiest, when we're the most upbeat, when we're the most hopeful, all that sort of stuff. Maybe we get these teams all in a row. Cleveland doesn't have Deshaun Watson. The Ravens don't know what to expect. The Bengals are scared because we're 2-0, and and the Steelers suck. So Pat Fryermuth and Najee Harris, just they can't do enough to stop our team. And our offense from keeping them off the field, and uh, maybe it's the best. Again, I don't think it's likely. I really don't. But when you look at it as how it could possibly happen, maybe the fact that we're playing them to open the season gives us a little bit more of an advantage and a possibility to do that. One thing I will say, if we open the season 4-0 against AFC North, I just might lose my mind, and the NFL pundits wouldn't even know what to do with themselves. Oh, it would be magical. Matt, what's more likely, AFC North or NFC North sweep? I'm going to say the NFC North um, because, like, I, I don't know. The, the the Bengals, Raven, like, those two games are really, really tough. And if Watson plays, Brown, like, that is that's a gauntlet. Uh, obviously, the Packers are probably the best team of the bunch, but I think, as we've already mentioned on the show already, them being uh, in London the week prior maybe makes them a little bit more vulnerable. So um, I don't think either are very likely, but of the two, I would say the NFC. Mark says ESPN Monday Night Football is going to have the 
You Got Mossed segment with Randy Moss and add an You Got Sauced segment with Gardner shutting down wide receivers. I keep seeing the graphic of wide receivers held, I think, what was it, under 25 yards or 45 yards or whatever Revis did, uh, with Sauce's face on it. And I'm not hoping for that. I mean, well, yeah, I am hoping for that. But I just want to see this kid get a few interceptions, play some relatively decent ball. He has, he doesn't have to be Revis, like, by any means. Like, even his entire career. If he's, like, five steps down from Revis, that's a successful draft pick. But I, uh, I would love to see a segment saying you got sauced. Like, seeing, like, cornerbacks just out-muscle wide receivers or make crazy catches. Greenbean, you think we see something like that? You got sauce. Um, yeah. I, I know. Look, I think it's the name itself opens up myriad possibilities, right? And just like Mark is saying, like, absolutely. They're going to be dying to use the term sauce yeah. for some of this stuff. That said, Mark, I'm nervous to do this. It's like it's like the uh, the Smash Bros. Remember that? That's a, right around now. Last year, we were talking about the Smash Bros. And as we know, that didn't happen. And a lot of Jets fans swung so far to the other way that they even, dude, I got texts just this week, DMs, trying to tell me that Joe Douglas is not going to want to re-sign Becton or, uh, or uh, you know, um, will do his fifth-year option with Becton because he's going to be at right tackle. And it's, I'm like, why? Why are we talking? What is, why are we doing this today? And uh, so I don't know. It just makes me nervous. Like to talk about sauce. That said, I think you're on to something, Mark, but I'm nervous to to do this with you, buddy. Dom C, our buddy drops in, says fourth quarter, game tied in the red zone, 50-50 ball. Who wins? Sauce or Matt O'Leary. <laughs> Matt, I want you to plead your best case on why sauce doesn't stand a chance. I mean, Sauce Gardner against a 6'4", unathletic 225 white guy who can't really jump too well. I think this feels like Matt O'Leary gets the W here. I don't know about you guys, but it's just it makes too much sense not to pick that, no? You can't coach height, and you clearly have it over sauce. <laughs> By I, like, an inch. There you go. Yeah, there's no way. I, I completely trust your vertical over anything sauce is putting up. Yeah, I'm with it. I go with O'Leary. Did you see that 4340 speed? Dude, I loved yeah. your interview. Like your 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 tryout video. I must yeah. have watched it like 10 times. I'm like four six four un, or what was it? Unathletic 240 or whatever or whatever your 225. 225, sorry. I added a few pounds. That's okay. <laughs> Dude, I was crying. That was one of the funniest videos I've seen. In a while. That was a fun one. Oh, man. That was a fun We're one. towards the end of the stream. Uh, Green Bean, we need... Guys, hit that like button. We need 10, almost 10 qualifiers. How many you got over there, Bean? Hold on. I'll tell you in one second. Okay. Let me see how many I got. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. How many do I need? All right. You need two more. And then, okay. Matt, I'm going to have you go to last week's Talking Jets panel. Let's get uh, five qualifiers from over there as well. Yes, sir. Ooh, you called me sir. That sounds... 
Yoitz is in the mix. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. One more. Here we go. Who's it going to be? Is it going to be Jeffrey R? Jeffrey R, let us know. He's been he's watched every single stream of this show and he's never been picked once. Nightbot. Come on, Nightbot. Nightbot's kind of a dick and I don't really understand yeah. why it does what it JD does. JDOC4. All right, hold on. JDOC4. Me neither. JD Offensive Coordinator 4. That's what I saw. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yo, it's Vin won a shirt a few weeks ago. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well, he can win again. You know, it's random. Ooh. Right? Jets forever. He's, oh, he had it twice. He has two already. All right, hold on. Uh, let's see. One more. This is the last one. Oh, I did it wrong. Uh, come on, Nightbot. Pick uh, someone that says, hasn't been picked. Is it mandatory to have joint practices or games? A lot of last year's injuries happened during. Uh, <sighs> if you were the Jets coach, would you opt out hypothetically? No, I actually really like the joint practices. I think it adds a little extra juice compared to going up against your own guys. Um mm -hmm. I have no way of proving that to be true, but it just feels like if I were put in that situation, I'd want to embarrass the other team's player um, just a little bit more. And maybe there's a little more heat to that type of practice. You don't get to see the, the really strong two-a-days or anything like that anymore since the last, not the last CBA, but the one before that, or not this CBA, but the one before that. Um, so I would like to see the joint practices. Matt, what about you? Yeah, sure. I just without the injuries this year, please. I say don't do it. I say I don't what? care. What? Yeah, I mean, look, I like it too. I'm just saying, man, like why travel? Why do it? Just just keep your guys in the building, keep them safe, keep them wrapped in a little blankie, and let's not get anybody hurt. <laughs> I don't give a fuck if they practice once before the season. Just sit there, learn in the classroom. I don't want to be I want to start the season with my team. That's all I care about. If uh, if joint practices give us any uh, op, you know, any if it raises the potential of getting injuries, don't do it. Don't do well, it. Hey, we lost Carl Lawson in Green Bay last year. I hated it. New Jersey just legalized marijuana this past year, so if they start having joint practices, it's going to be way too slow oh. uh, going on. Oh, hey, oh, uh, Albert Sue says our front is solid. Can you talk second level defense? Yeah, if you can get to the second level of the defense with our offensive line and our strong play at guards, like because now we have AVT coming back for year two, and you have a top-level guard in uh, Lake and Tomlinson. If you can get to that second level, you peel off, you're going to start getting like chunk runs that are seven yards, eight yards. Now you're getting second and three, second and two, and then you can really, really create some chaos there for the defense. I would love to see that. D Santana says our whole season rides on that first four games and in our, uh, and the injury bug. What do you guys think? Also the opposing team injury list. Yeah. I'm hoping more teams we face are far more injured than what we were last year. Mm -hmm. And the last three years in general, we've been absolutely crippled by injury. Um, as far as the first four games, uh, our panel had us going two and two beating the Browns, beating the Steelers, uh, Green Bean had us beating the Ravens, so who knows? Maybe three and one would be amazing. Yeah, right on. Uh, right, I'm ready for you. Hold on, I got one more. Aaron uh, celebrates 14 okay. months of membership. He says, "Can't wait to watch the Snoopy Bowl this year." 
they took away the Snoopy Bowl. They don't actually call it the Snoopy Bowl anymore because uh, I guess Snoopy's no longer the mascot of MetLife, I think is, is that right? my, my understanding of that. Yeah. Oh. I still call it the Snoopy Bowl. AM says no yeah. joints during practice, only edibles. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say only edibles. That was me. That was an ad. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Very all right. Smooth. Matt, let's fire. Oh, Green Bean, you got to pick one more winner because we got Why? over 275. Oh, okay. Right on. Let let's pick, do it. Pick one more. Matt, you got uh, got some winners over there. Green Bean, get ready. Yeah. Write down some. How many right. we need? We need five. Five. Five? Come on, Nightbot. Let's go. Lucas K18, you are in the mix. Lucas K18. All right, Matt, who you got for me? First one, this is an all-time name if I've ever seen one. Biggest Dickus. <laughs> How do you spell that? Biggest, wait. Biggus. B-I- Biggus. Big Gus. All one word, space, dick us. B-I-G-G-U-S or yes. B-I-G-U-S? Yep. G-G. G-G, double G. Gotcha, okay. Biggest dick is, okay, I love it. Let's go. Vito 89. Okay. All right, Vito, you're in the you're in the party, buddy. All right. Champster, champ, oh, sorry, not Champster. Champstar 9669. Uh, 69. Good number. Everybody loves it. Except, except my wife. <laughs> that was a joke. Wow. It, was just, wow. it was just too wow. wide open. That's all right. Teed it up. Teed it up. Oh, hello. Uh, yeah, yeah, young Stench has to make the list here because that is also a great YouTube name. It is. It's just very good. All right. Who we got? Uh, we got. We need one more, and we'll go tap any button. Ooh, that's a good one. I like taps. He's a good dude. He's usually in the chat. I didn't see him today, though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I saw him today either, right? Um, okay. Uh, all right, I'm ready. Get entered into next week's T-shirt giveaway. All you got to do is leave a Michael Clemens joke in the comment section. I'm going to create a shirt using all the best ones, so make sure you drop it down there. All right. Uh, I was going to do rock, paper, scissors, but that's wrong. Odds are I even. could say, though, before you do this, there's only 296 likes. We got 467. Theoretically, we could add four more names right now. Ooh, you if guys you think guys, you could do that? What is it? Could do it? Something like Let's get us if up you guys, to, Can you get us up to 400? Right. You guys have the power. Only if you I like us. The power. If you don't like us, you know, clearly, you know, don't hit the like button then. We got- yeah, right. That's funny. Don't hit the like button, everybody. Go. So, guys, if you haven't hit the right the like button, now's the time. And for every twenty five, we add another winner uh, to the mix, candidate anyway, and you guys can win some uh, some awesome shirts, dude. This is fantastic. Let's go hit that like button. We're at three seventeen. Look at all you guys. There's over a hundred and thirty of you that haven't hit it yet. Let's go. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. Do it. That didn't work out so well. I had big plans for that chant. Didn't work. Uh, you got you got at least one more qualifier. I would say go okay. for two more because we're gonna. I think we'll eclipse the three twenty five mark. All right. Let's see. Keep it going, guys. We're gonna we're gonna do this thing. We're gonna get it up, and you, more of you can be included. 
into the into the contest here. John, look at that. Straight up. We're going to call him Manny straight Romano. up John. Manny Romano celebrates 16 months of membership to the channel. Says, are you guys going to the home opener? Question mark. Meet up. Question mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, we'll be Sorry there. Sorry for the podcast people listening to that belch. No, um, I know. They're like, what the hell's going on on there? <laughs> <laughs> I can't see what's going on. Um, yeah, we are going to be there week one. Just a matter of where we're going to wind up being. But we will be there. All right, guys, hit the like button. Come on, we're cruising. We're almost at another one. See, 13 more likes. And then we're up above uh, 350. Yeah, Jeffrey R says Nightbot needs to be reprogrammed. <laughs> Nightbot's yeah. a real I know. jerk. I gotta find a new uh, moderator bot. Yeah, it's interesting, people, right, Jeff? It's crazy. It just won't Nightbot. pick them. It's probably some stupid. I, my understanding with Nightbot is it favors people who talk in the chat, but it's definitely picked people that I don't notice names as frequently, and it also picks a lot of the same names. I have seen a lot of the same names pop up. All right, seven more likes, and I'll get another winner in here. But this is uh, this is going to be it. This is your last chance to hit that like button. There's still a hundred of you left. A hundred of you. Come on, we can do it. Michael Clemens will only say hit that like button once. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and it's over. You can Professor win, Alex Penguin Cotter. Says I think Matt is secretly Nightbot. Well, fuck you, Professor Penguin. Yeah. <laughs> Kick rock. Take a long walk off a short pier. Take a long walk off yeah, a there short you go. pier. You dumb flightless All right. bird. All right. We have, we have hit our max. We're, we know it's nothing happening now. Okay, let's do this thing, Ryan. All right. Three, two, one. That's a six. That's an even number. All right. Jets forever. You're gone. Carmelo, you're gone. Matt Morris, you're gone. Yoitz, you're gone. Jerome Strax, gone. Biggest Dickus, see ya. No. no. I know. Champstar, you're out. Taps any button. And Manny Roman, our most recent included name, you're out. Okay, I'm ready. I'm disappointed. Three, two, one. That's another six. Okay. Says, that's an even number. Yep. Charles, you're gone. Mark Riz, you're gone. Lucas K, you're gone. Whoops. And Young Stench is out. All right. We got five left. Then there were five. Do you think there's an old stench? Do you think that may be why he couldn't get that yep. username? Probably. That's what that's his dad. I'd like so. to believe so. Three, yeah. two. One. Oh, I thought we were getting another six. That's an even number. That's an odd number. Five. Okay, good. All right. Jose Corniel, you're gone. JDOC4, you're gone. You're done, I mean. And John is done. We are two. It's Eminon and Vito89. Ooh, ooh. All right, chat. First number that pops up plus what we do. Three, two, one. I've got another six. What's the other one? Crazy. Six and a foot. Does the foot count as five or one? It depends on how many toes were on the screen. That's true. I can't tell. We're going to go with two. What were our numbers? I don't remember what our numbers were. I think I had a one. 
I don't even remember. <laughs> I, don't remember. I know it's oh, crazy. I no, I don't remember. Yeah, Gosh. I know we're fried. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> I feel so bad. I don't know. Uh, I I have no idea. Let's do it again. Right. We'll we'll go All to right. two plus three, <laughs> two, one. I feel so bad for if we screwed this up. Two, oh, we didn't four. do it. What did you have? I didn't count. Five. We had five. five. Green bean had five. Nine. We got a nine. It's an odd number. Oh, odd. Oh, Eminon, you're out. Oh. It's Vito. Vito 89. Vito 89 is the guy. I love it. I Vito 89, hit me up on social media. I'll get your info. Send you out a sauce shirt if you guys want to get one of these limited edition wide receiver covered in sauce. Big Apple Sauce or the Sauce Splatter shirt, head over to JetsTalk.com and uh, we'll get you one. Uh, all right, boys and girls, let's go around our panel. Any closing thoughts? Green Bean. Yeah, well, this will be week two of the follow-up show to this one. The After Hours Jets Fest kicks off on my channel in 24 minutes from right now. We will be going live again. Uh, for the after hours party where we talk about all kinds of weird shit. It gets late and it gets weird. So if you guys are looking for more, head over to Green Bean Jets Fan and we'll get that going for a little while. Matt, any last thoughts for our panel? Huh. What do I have this week? <laughs> I don't know. I, I wanted to leave like a <laughs> profound thought, but I don't really have anything good. But uh, I love hanging out with you guys and I hope you guys subscribe to my channel. There we go. It's been a lot of fun, there boys and girls. This is Jets Talk signing off. J-E-T-S. Go Rangers.